Oh shit. Yeah, I guess if you're not being scared. Well, I guess <laughs> we're just going to have to cancel this episode. What we're doing tonight, what makes it a little different is our very own Jonathan Parsons. He's, he's, a very, he's a movie fan, but he's not necessarily the biggest horror fan. So in our attempts to maybe school him, a, a little rite of passage, I guess, would you say? Mm. Um, is this, this, it's hazing. You guys are hazing. A little mate. bit of a hazing, yeah, because yeah. this might be a little, I mean, depending on how you, it affects you. But yeah, so we're going to present to you the really, really good effect of yes. jump scares in horror. Mm-hmm. And we're going to attempt to scare Jonathan to death. <laughs> this show contains badass material and foul f-ing language. Some people may find offensive. What else did you expect? Nostalgia really whips the llama's ass. Welcome to Bitch Watch. Hi, I'm Sly. I'm Witsy. And we're two bitches watching TV. We're a recap and shit talk show. That's right. We watch hours and hours and hours hours of tv so you don't have to you can listen and laugh along with us everywhere you listen to podcasts and find us on instagram and twitter at bitch watch pod is our show original no entertaining we hope so this is bitch watch the world can feel like a pretty hopeless place nowadays there are about a billion problems in the world but yet it feels like no one's willing to talk about them so that's why you should go listen to my new podcast a modern proposal my name is parker james and i'm going to share with you the world's worst problems and some even worse solutions with a guest that's coming in completely cold you can find a modern proposal wherever you get your pods casted listen follow and be sad Oh yeah, we should probably say at the start of this episode, spoiler alert, <laughs> yeah. we're going to be talking about everything very spoiled. specific scare well, scenes. Well, yeah, I mean, we're not spoiling the movie, we're just yeah, spoiling yeah, yeah, the yeah, scare. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which could could have some plot ties to it. Mm-hmm. In any case, to our fans in Norway. Hey. Hey. Love you. <laughs> Thank you for bringing us into your top 150. Should learn how to do a segment in Norsk. Yes, we should. Maybe we'll get invited to some like Comic-Con or something like that in Norway. That'd be amazing. I'd love to go. Be yeah. like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I'd go. For I'd sure. love to go. Check the OI. You like know, it so wait, far. I was waiting Check for it. O-I, I think we did that so in a podcast far. before. Uh, here we go. Ready, ready to, to set, set it off. <laughs> Just the whitest That's guy ever. Organized rhymes here to start it up. Tom Green. <laughs> well, fuck yeah. I know. I just think of bubbles because I just love that podcast. Well, let's just start off right away. What are we drinking? Actually, you know what? I haven't done one of these in a while. I've thought that I've not been drinking, clearly, because yeah. last night I had some, but you know, take a little break every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Reset. I'm back, baby. <laughs> uh, propeller Flat White. It's a white stout, and it is made with Java Blend coffee. How does a stout be? How is it white? How does that work? I guess it's implying it's foamy, like a golden ale. You're. Yeah. Flavors of coffee and cocoa, fresh cold brewed Java blend coffee with decadent cocoa nibs. Mm. Rich, yet balanced, loaded with flaked oats for a medium body and lingering. White head. Who proof that? <laughs> white head. Lingering. That's what I want head. in yeah. my beer. White heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of it like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of it like that either. But but also lingering. Like yeah, that. yeah. Like a nothing like a lingering dong. Yeah. Lingering dong. <laughs> Just uh, a penis that stays around a bit too long. <laughs> Just <like> lingers. <laughs> Just lingers. Lingering. It's a dangler. <laughs> Kyle, what do you have? Do you have any acne in your descriptor? Uh, I don't even know if there is a descriptor, but I picked up a trifecta from Brett and Brewing. They got the brand new cans going on. I got a red, I got a brown, and I got a smash session. But actually, yeah, there's no description on this, but this is an Irish red. Red coat. Very beautiful. I suppose if you're drinking an Irish red, you should know what you're getting into what it is, at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. What do you have, sir? I'm drinking a Muskoka Born This Way IPA. Mm. And the descriptor on the back is, Baby, I was brewed this way. Cheers Ah. to this hazy nano IPA bringing you something a little different. Bursting with notes of tropical fruits while keeping the ABV kicked back. It's Mm. a brew as unique as you. A little Lady Gaga reference in there. Insert Lady Gaga here. (laughs) (laughs) Now we'll get flagged for copyright infringement. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, Just somehow tag us. Any money you will make ever... Ghost of Lady Gaga from now on. Yeah, you can have your three cents from the click. And we're back. <laughs> Every goddamn time. Yeah. Welcome to Nostalgia Podcast. <laughs> My name is Matt 
Horror Tangent McGraw. I'm with Jonathan, sit on my face and tell me that you love me, Parsons. <laughs> and Kyle. Hey! <laughs> oh, I don't get a nickname. Kyle Lingering Whitehead Smith. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Huh? Hey! We'll have to check with Don on that one. <laughs> Just gonna message your wife. Oh my god. Fact check. Anyway, welcome back. Speaking of propeller... Yeah, uh, and this still being the Halloween season. Uh, what did we get up to last night, Matt? Well, I don't know if you've ever heard of a movie that was put out in 1985 by the name of Demons, mm. a heavy metal gore and ghoul fest. What would you even call that? A heavy metal gore opera? <laughs> it's like seriously, an Italian at that. Yeah, my God, what a rowdy crowd! I mean, seriously, just beer, five dollar beers are flowing. You know, a flowing in a brewery floor. You know, yeah, um, yeah. And like, I've seen demons so much. Uh, demons really is. I think I might have even talked about it a bit before on the podcast, but demons really is like super important to me in that it's one of those ones that like me and friends stayed up late to watch like when I was just a little too young to be watching it. Um, it's just so wild. Like when I was little, I think demons still scares me a bit. It's still pretty terrifying on its own. Just yeah. maybe at the time I had watched it, but then realizing last night with that type of crowd and that type of energy, yeah. the movie does take on a different mm. uh, form in that it is really, really fun. It's like super fast paced. It just doesn't let up. It's ridiculous. It's bad acting. It's bad dubbing. But man, is it a good time? And but still, like, but things like Rose, the Rosemary's turn, Ugh. even just like the first real crazy transformation that Rosemary's like other hooker friend when she goes through the screen and like her transformation is just pretty crazy. You oh, know what yeah. I mean to watch? Yeah, the the bloody fingernails, the teeth, the her teeth Ugh. coming out of the teeth and the blood pouring from it. It's yeah, pretty- the, the crowd, yeah. it was it was the perfect crowd for it. If you've never seen it or if you've seen it a hundred times, you were still reacting out loud because the setting and the environment helps amplify that experience like it's a brand new thing all it's over again. set in a movie theater too. Like the movie's about going to see a movie at a, a horror movie. movie. Yeah, a horror movie, yeah. With that friend who's like, I don't like going to horror movies. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm, I'm kind of sad I missed it. Well, it's, there will be more today is going to be a super fun one mm-hmm. i'm i'm very excited it's actually like this is a cool idea because it's not something I, I don't really hear this kind of idea being done the art of the jump scare so yeah i, I think i have some nostalgia for some of these you know some of the ones on my list anyways but like um i what i guess what makes what we're doing tonight what makes it a little different is our very own jonathan parsons he's he's a very he's a movie fan but he's not necessarily the biggest horror fan. So in our attempts to maybe school him, a, a little rite of passage, I guess, would you say? Mm. Um, is this, this, it's hazing. You guys are hazing. A little me. bit of a hazing, yeah, because yeah. this might be a little, I mean, depending on how you, it affects you, but yeah, so we're going to present to you. Well, this is our torture porn. Well, yeah, <laughs> watching him. Yeah, um, present John with what we consider, or you know, what also people, other people online consider to be the greatest jump scares of all time in all of cinema. Now, we're not talking about. We don't want like the cheap jump scare. Even John said he goes, "I hate it when jump scares are cheap." So, so do I, John. So do I. So we're gonna do the the ones that we consider, or the ones that I guess mean the most to us, like the really, really good effect of yes. jump scares in horror. Mm-hmm. And we're going to attempt to scare Jonathan to death. <laughs> Before we get into that, I just want to touch on something. So this is their second year of doing it. Broadband UK did a survey where they gathered 240 victims to watch horror movies over a set of months. Oh, okay. And they hooked them up to heart monitors to see what the spikes were. Of course, jump scares get elevations and whatnot. Last year, 2020, the number one scariest movie, according to science, uh, was Sinister, the Mm -hmm. Ethan Hawke Mm -hmm. movie. Um, Are you familiar with that? No. Great. (laughs) No. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. That had like the most consistent elevated heart rate the entirety of the film, and its jump scares were 133 BPMs, whereas arresting is 64, so more than double. 
Wow. Science. Should I actually like try my heart monitor that's, on yes. my yes. That's funny. That's great. Great idea. The Exorcist was in the list. Hereditary was in the list. So it, it really ran the gamut of, of what elevates the heart rate. Not necessarily what's the scariest to you in terms of is it good or not. Mm-hmm. It's what actually brings up your heart rate. Second year, this year, host. And it beat out Sinister, which is now number two. Yeah, it, Host, it, honestly, is pretty damn terrifying. Well, and I think, too, like, pound for pound, like, for the minutes, like, Host is basically an hour. Mm-hmm. And the whole movie exists within Zoom. Mm-hmm. And it's presented to you as if you're just watching a Zoom meeting. Interesting. Have you even heard of this, John? No. We should just watch watch host. Yeah, I mean, it's only an hour. <laughs> um, but that but that movie, on in terms of the chart... It increases the entirety of the film because wow. it has this natural evolution of getting to know the characters and how sweet they are. And, and also that feeling of like, uh, at one point it's like, what's happening here? But there's right. a, it's starting to rise. And then it's like, yes, I, I, things are very wrong. And, like, and then it's just like, and then through creative ways of telling the story through Zoom, it, it really amps it up, man. So what, what, do you, what comes to mind when you think of Jump Scare? Fuck, I can't even remember. Like it's been, it's honestly been <laughs> so long since I've watched like a... Any type of like horror movie or anything like that. Like we watched Overlord. That was more action, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't really any jump scares in that um, that I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I on like it said, I honestly cannot remember. It's hmm. probably been years since okay, I watched we, anything. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. So why don't we just start? Let's 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 kick this off. I th- I know you have a movie queued up. I've got something queued up, ready to go. Um, I'm not going to really go into what's the best, what's the worst. No. Let's just start hammering it out. So tonight, my, my first pick that I have queued up is from Host, naturally. Um, it's around the 45-minute mark of the film. So near the end of the movie. Yeah, Think, pretty much. Things are amped up. Things are pretty amped up. And you're coming into probably the most chaotic part of the film for the friends. We need some mood light in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Oh, my God. And I think that's good there. Man, that got me because I forgot about I forgot about what was going on in that scene. <laughs> I think you'll have to check the file footage. I think I went. <laughs> Her eyes were perfect in that scene. Like she was like selling the terror perfect. It's like in Heather, that. Heather from Blair Witch level. Yeah. yeah, right up the nostrils. Yeah, that staircase. Holy, yeah. I totally forgot about that. No, and and just, I love it's, it. It's so like it was like you know zoomed in, like you know, like you're carrying your phone and that stuff, and you're just like you're not expecting anything, and then the camera just turns a little bit. It's just in the corner. It's yeah. not in the center of the frame. It's just a little. It's a little peak of it. <laughs> and 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 I think what's really effective about. Um, for this movie especially, but also for jump scares, is not ramping up the music to create anticipation. It's the silence that creates the tension. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what's happening, or your guard has been let down because you're like you're not anticipating anything. Yeah, I just thought that that was a really, really effective new jump scare for a movie, which also coincidentally was the number one pick for that heart rate monitor study. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. What do you think? I, I mean, I actually want to watch the rest of the movie. Yeah, like, it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Be, I actually, I actually want to like that would be a like, good Halloween. I want to show Natalie, like, because I mean, like, she doesn't. She she claims that she really likes horror movies and that <laughs> stuff, right? But she has not watched them in like same as me in many many years, right? So be interesting cool. to like toss this one on and be like, oh yeah, it's like you know, it's only fifty minutes long. How you know, true how bad can it be? Right? That is actually one of its strengths, like. Everyone's, you know, I know movies are always supposed to be 90 minutes or two hours, you know, no, they're always no, feature no. length. But this one really, because of just like the setting, um, the t- the length actually works to its favorite because it's super fast, super yeah. efficient. Uh-huh. And man, it's awesome. What is one of the scariest movies you ever watched? Doesn't have to be horror. Event Horizon, like, was one of my favorite. It's just like, it's not super scary, no. but... Um, yeah, uh, that, uh, I mean, obviously the first time you ever saw the Blair Witch Project, like oh, just yes. that ending is amazing. Another reason why we're friends. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like the ending is just amazing. Oh, like, yeah. It's, it's perfect. That, that in a way is a jump scare for me. Yeah, yeah. Because it was so jarring at the time that like I literally had more dread yeah. in that last couple seconds than I did in the rest of the movie, which was still pretty high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, 
just seeing him in the corner made me go like, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then and then it drop off, and you hear the screams, and then it no more screaming. It's like, <laughs> like yeah. I've already got chills just even thinking about <laughs> just the ending. Uh, but yeah, not quite a jump scare, but jump yeah. scare effect on me. Yeah. Yeah. My first pick, uh, this is from 2010. I can't believe this is like, you know, over a decade old at this point. Um, I remember this movie being like really well received when it first came out, kind of fell off a bit. Um, but it's directed by, is it T or Ty? Do you think maybe Ty West is his name? Let's go with Ty West. Um, anyway, so the House of the Devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the story of a young girl. Um, I forget her name. Oh, Samantha. Uh, she takes a job as uh, a babysitter. She's like a college girl. She doesn't really have a lot of money, so she takes a job for babysitting for this night. And it's kind of like a weird house out of you know, out of town. And the guy's kind of weird. And um, her roommate or her friend at college is played by, obviously, now a very famous person, Greta Gerwig. Ah. And she's like, I don't know about this, but anyway, she's a good friend. So the setup to this scene is Greta Gerwig is taking Samantha to the babysitting job. And she's just like, she's her ride out there and, and drops her off. She doesn't really want her to, to take the job, but, but she does anyways. Um, so she's just dropped her off and she's leaving. Yeah, yeah pull into the cemetery. That's I a smart know. thing to do. <laughs> Ever seen a horror movie? Yeah. Run up the stairs. Are you, are you not the babysitter? No, I'm not the babysitter. My friend. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He takes the smoke. Well, so what I like about that jump scare, (laughs) because a lot, so like a lot of jump scares in movies, they they like to use a sting. They call it right, Mm -hmm. like a a synth or a a a string, some kind of synth. Like the sting in this case is an actual gunshot, and like while you know things are like wrong because the scene's just kind of weird and the whole setup, like you know this whole thing is kind of like off anyways when you're watching the movie. Um, But it just happens so fast when he's like, you're not. Oh, you're not the babysitter. And it's just like right away. It's like, and, and also the gore of her head exploding. It like really is effective for me. You know what I mean? As a, it's just like, oh my God, as a jump scare. Yeah. It partially comes out of nowhere, but the whole time he's looking over his shoulder yeah. at something. Mm-hmm. You know something. I mean, he's just off. And right? she even yeah. questions too. She's like, where'd you come from? Yeah. <laughs> See, I was almost half expecting like something else to happen to like him, not yeah, to, sure. not okay, to happen okay. to her, right? Because he's yeah. like, like you know, like like Matt said, like looking over his shoulder, mm-hmm. kind of waiting for something, right? No, yeah. But I do like how the sting in this case is actual huge, like a gunshot would be very loud. It's like a real sound, you know? Yeah, yeah. That would be a real jump scare to <laughs> <know>. anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so far I haven't been like it, there might be something to the buildup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the movie, like I've been thinking about. You know, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna sit and watch like jump scares, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's about like it might be about okay. Are you invested in the characters? You're exactly. starting to get into the movie. You're like that kind of stuff, right? It's uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I guess if if any of these actually elicit any response. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, you, you didn't get nothing from that. No, nothing. Nothing. Oh, that's sad. We can watch the replay. Fake, 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 <laughs> fake, fake. I mean, so this one I didn't talk to you about. Okay. It came it came on my radar when I was thinking about a nostalgic young Matt getting scared like with a jump and then scaring the shit out of me that night. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, you want to see something really scary? You bet. Really? Yeah. Okay, this is this is really, really scary now. I trust you. Okay, pull the car over. Pull the car over? Ooh. You want to see it? Well, show me while I'm driving. No, I can't. I can't tell you about it. So only take a couple of seconds. All right, two seconds, okay? Okay. What is it? Just pull it over. Okay. I'll show you. All right. Okay. Scare me. Are you ready? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's definitely a nostalgic one right there yeah yeah super throwback for me uh watching that in my friend's basement um he set it up almost like we're doing right now he's like you really have to watch this opening yeah. and he put it in and sure enough i was like "Ooh!" but it was the Rawr! that yeah. came the roar that came out of his voice yeah with the speakers cranked and like you see the face and then you're delayed with the sound and it was like double jarring and then i went 
home and thought about that for the rest of the night. No. <laughs> well, I never like, get in a car with Dan Aykroyd ever. I yeah, know. right. And I think that's what I what I like about. I mean, the I find that kind of that roar sound is kind of cheesy now looking mm. at it. But uh, what makes it work for me is um, because it's James Brooks and Dan Aykroyd and the scene, they, they get kind of sped up through the scene there, but th- it's yes. a whole scene. They're just best friends. Obviously Dan Aykroyd is one of the most likable, friendly looking faces in the history of friggin' movies. Yeah. Um, and so like said, if he's like, want to see something really scary, you don't expect it to actually be really bad. Mm. So then when it is, it's like, Oh damn. And it really does, you know, it's gonna, Oh shit, that's bad. You know? And that was the twilight zone, the movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The opening. I, I think I'm just a, an emotionless, you know, I, I lack emotion. I lack emotion. <laughs> I cannot emote. Yeah. Compassion? Nay. Fear? Nada. Gone. Gone. <laughs> just gone. Have left me a barren soul. So this next one, uh, this is by Takeshi Miyake. It's called Audition from 1999. Uh, and so this movie is about a television producer. He's lost his wife years ago. He just, he's alone with his son. He's living with his son. His son wants him to get back on the market. Um, he's like, I don't know. He's not really into the dating. He doesn't know what to do with the dating scene. It's kind of all whatever. But his tele, one of his producing friends at the television network or whatever they work with, he's like, you know, we, we got this, like, I got this, like, thing that's on the sideburn, this TV show. We're not going to do it. But what we could do is set up auditions for the lead actress. And that way you'll get, you tell me what you're looking for in a woman. And we're going to like put a casting call out and we're going to get like 50 women. It's almost like speed dating, but except the women don't really know that they're part of this thing. So he meets this girl uh, and he becomes like super, he's kind of like into her and she's like super timid and super cute. Anyways, so they meet for the first time. Uh, on a kind of quote unquote date where he's like maybe expressing some interest and she's like kind of into him. Anyway, so this is. After the first date, and he's trying to decide whether or not to call her. It's actually a great premise for like a movie. It is like, a really good story. Hey, yeah. I can like, yeah, just set up an addition. Why can't I be set up with an addition of like know. 50 actresses? Well, after this movie, you won't. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> that was a good one. Thank God. <laughs> Because it's like the misdirect, right? Like you're all you're always the phone, and but it's, you're waiting for her to like. Obviously, there's something fucked up with her because yeah. she's just like waiting for this guy to call the whole time. It's assumed that she's just like sitting in her living room, like hunchback, just like staring at her phone, waiting for this guy to call. And up until this point, again, maybe this is what you were talking about. Maybe you need to watch the movie because yeah. like there's no indication that she's like super off. She's like super cute. That is the first time you see her where it's like, what the fuck? Like she's yeah. off, and then. There's the bag is just sitting there. You're not even really paying attention. So when then whatever is in a, a, some, someone's in that bag and they roll over, it's just I don't know. I, I it's think jarring. It's, it's pretty jarring. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I think that what this is kind of. I, I don't think I'm an emotionless like barren <laughs> like you know I I I feel you know yeah, I, I feel I, like I feel I get scared. Um, I I think it's the. I think it's the fact that I I have no context yeah. going into this, mm, and I true. know, like I know, going into a horror movie that I'm going to be scared. I don't know when the scares are going to happen. You guys are mm-hmm. setting it up that I know probably within the next fifteen to thirty <laughs> seconds something scary is going to happen, right? Which I think is why it worked with Host, the first one, is that it truly does feel like it comes out of nowhere. Well, that was the that was the only one I've actually like. I actually even like moved a little bit mm-hmm. on like mm-hmm. n- and no offense to any of your mm-hmm. other picks there no. I think I think it is like you know I'm I know that a scare is going is going to come in the next 15 to 30 seconds or 20 seconds or a minute or whatever it is right yeah like, there's a lot of moving parts to mm-hmm. a jump scare yeah definitely and it's, it's either context the build up the sounds the lighting what, what you see all of it yeah. like yeah so I mean yeah. you know so like yeah, you guys suck. Yeah. No, I'm just yeah, if, if nothing else, it sounds like he just wants to watch these movies. Now. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested to see these movies now. So <laughs> I'm having fun. I enjoy like <laughs> I don't know about you. I think we've had this conversation before. Like you know, I I know I'm very much a noob when it comes to like horror movies to your guys's level. 
I enjoy horror movies. I enjoy the the thrill and the sense of being scared, but it's not something that I seek out. Mm. Like, you know, it's not something. So when I tend to go and watch a movie, I want to watch something that kind of relaxes me and calms me down for the end of the day. I'm not usually going to be like, I want to be fucking frightened right now. <laughs> and like, you know, it's, it's, so it's not something I gen, generally seek out mm. on, on a regular basis, right? Interesting. You know, we should have done this with Rob. I know. I was just thinking of that. Super yeah, terrified of everything. Yeah, another friend of ours. He did. He does say like, because and that's just this is a wiring of the brain kind of thing, I guess, or you know how things build up over time. But because he was saying he can't watch horror movies because they literally deal in like pain and misery and suffering. But for some reason, when I watch, if if done well, it like it's like an energy charge or something. Yeah. I and I'm entertained. Not not morbidly entertained by it, but like there's something visceral hard to about explain. it. Well, it, yeah. it. It's an adrenaline boost. It's yeah. like jumping out of an airplane or going on an amusement park ride. Like you get that rush. It just makes you feel something for the moment, or it's just entertaining yeah. escapism. It's not about enjoying the pain. No, what's happening on screen? Like in a, like, I'm not enjoying what's happening to them. I'm like I'm feeling a rush from. How that situation would make almost would make me feel, yes. or something. It's a weird, like it, it challenges your fears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, like I've I've said about horror movies is like you know they they challenge your fears. They allow you to potentially even cope with the unknown of death, which mm-hmm. is a big one for people. That's what jump scares really try to elicit are those moments to make you feel alive. In the face of death, the audience is allowed to feel even more alive. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, I, I mean, you can watch a horror movie and it's it's very much internalized, right? Yeah. So you're just like feeling these emotions inside. But a jump scare, especially if you probably watch it in a movie theater when everybody kind of jumps and screams, like it's yeah. it's it's an mm-hmm. audience involvement within yes. that, right? So yeah. yeah, that is a big part of it too. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. you know, it's a funny like jump scare that I just, like I thought of that is not in a horror movie yeah. whatsoever at all. Mm-hmm. Man, I just blew Marvin's head off. That is a great jump scare. That's a great jump scare. See, there you go, yeah. Because it's like, even the way that uh, in Pulp Fiction, so Vincent, when he's like, they're talking about, um, they're talking about divine intervention. Yeah. And just the way he looks at Marvin, because Marvin's their guy. Yeah. Marvin's their guy on the inside. And uh, and so they're like, he's like, Marvin, what do you think of all this? He's like, I don't have an opinion, man. He's like, well, you got to have an opinion. And his face, he's just talking to him casually, but his gun's kind of, and then the gun just goes off and explodes Marvin's <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah. And it's comical, but it is also jarring because, yeah. it, and he's like, oh, fuck. And he didn't mean to do it. And it's just happened so suddenly. Oh, that man, is a great just jump. Blew Marvin's head off. Yeah. 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 To them, it's slightly pedestrian, like, yeah. like being an assassin. Yeah, yeah. You know, but for us as an audience, you're like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. But meanwhile, they're just kind of like, oh my God, I just blew his head off. That is a great jump scare. That is is technically a jump scare. That is a jump scare. Yeah, like I love gore. Like I love, like, I don't know what it is. Like I do really love, like, gory, jarring, fucked up stuff. Mm-hmm. Gore has has a spectrum. Yeah. There's silly gore. and And when I say silly gore, like, I think of like, even Evil Dead, Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead 2, they replaced long. all the blood with black blood so that they That's didn't true. get an NC-17 rating. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's because Bruce Campbell hams it up on purpose that all of a sudden this like really graphic, gory scene is... That to me is like, that. that's over the top, right? Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I just watched like, I don't know if you watch Squid Games on like Netflix, right? You did? Yeah. But I want to watch that so much. It's crazy fucking gory parts in that. Like, like yeah. you know, and it's like just lots of blood and lots of death. And I'm like, like that, yeah. I like that stuff. Like, yeah, it's it that works for me, man. Yeah. Like, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to one that should should get something out of you. I'm unscarable. I mean, he's pretty unscarable. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, well, like I said, I I think it's context. It is. I think yeah. it's the fact that I'm I'm I know that something's gonna happen. Yeah. So Fair I'm like, enough. that's true. Yeah. I mean, it, but I mean, sometimes when you watch movies, you know, like you anticipate something's gonna happen, but it still happens. Again, you anticipate something's gonna yeah. happen. But if it, if you're like something's but gonna you don't, happen, I guess you don't really know. You don't really That's know. That's true. Wow, yeah. that is kind of yeah, profound. <laughs> we go to see a horror movie, like you said. You know you're going to get scared. You just don't know when. Yeah. You are being sat on a couch in front of a TV, and we're like, okay, so here's going to be yeah. the scene. We're going to set something yeah, up, yeah. and like, yeah, yeah. Fair Shit. enough. 
Fair, Fair enough. But we still get to go through our favorite jump scares. Stupid idea. This is my oh. next one. I saw her face. <laughs> that Damn was it. Good. That was a good one, though. That, that is a good one. one. That's one of the best ones. And I've got a lot of nostalgia with that one. Do you even know what that movie's from? No. So that's The Ring. <laughs> the Ring. The, the remake. remake of The Ring. Oh, okay. I did see that. I just honestly don't remember it. So, yeah, and, and the opening scene is really... So, Amber Tamblyn, who plays the girl in the, the closet. Yeah. Um, so, that's the famous opening scene, Seven Days. You know, yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. the tape, and no, you didn't. That whole... It was almost like a Scream-type opening scene, you know. So, you know what freaked me out more about The Ring was the images on the tape. I love that. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're really surreal. Like, it, to me, that's like, okay, that's a really fucked up dream that I've had. And it's yeah. stuff that's like, that That to me, like, is stuff that when I'm like falling asleep, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, that's, that's a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, yeah, the, that tape really bothered me for yeah, a yeah. long time in terms of uneasiness. Like, because I think the idea of that tape is legitimately scary, and like that, it's a, it's a real thing that could exist. I think that's why I, I love the idea of the tape. Yeah. Can't watch this tape because you'll die in seven days. Like that's a good concept. And you, know? you and I talked about this on our Urban Legends episode that it doesn't necessarily need to be a, a real life urban legend. The movie creates an urban legend that you want to believe is true. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from the ring, they're all existing in this world where they're, they have knowledge of this urban legend or a reality that you will die in seven days of watching this tape. But what they don't know is what they'll look like when they die. So that's why that scene is super effective. Plus the sound effect of that, like just that <laughs> yeah. closet door opening and the head dipping down, like pretty terrifying. Yeah. Also yeah. like what, like what did she see that made her face look like that? Man, She saw the tape. Yeah. But no, but then it comes for then, then you watch the tape and you get the call and it's like seven days. And so, it, so day. the spirit comes for you and kills you. Yeah. But like, what did you see? So I watched the the beginning of that film of, of the movie today. Shit starts happening in the house. And then she goes back upstairs. And when she opens up the door, the video is just playing on the screen. And then it's a super sped up camera running to her face from across the room. And mm-hmm. it closes in on her. Her face starts to twist like they find her in mm-hmm. there. And it starts showing clips from the tape. Mm. And then it cuts to static for us, yeah. not for her. Yeah. So which is also terrifying. Yeah, because that's like, okay, is that what death is like? It's just like... <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. That's fair fair it's enough. The, the big static. The big, the <laughs> the big, big static. static. Yeah. The big yeah, static yeah. in the TV. So yeah, I mean, like, but that for me, that I've got nostalgic attachment to that scene. Like that to me is one of the original jump scares that actually imprinted on me mm-hmm. yeah yeah see i did like i re- i saw that movie like when did it come out uh 2002 yeah oh man yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 2002 yeah so i like i remember watching it back then and like but it was the it was the not like i i obviously don't remember the jump scares but i remember the images on the tape of like you know the chair on one leg like spinning around mm. and all of this kind of stuff that to me is that more is that's that's the scarier horror to me is that surreal just odd like stuff that makes stuff that seems like it could exist in the real world but is just i don't know it's just a little off yeah Mm -hmm. but that's the discussion of horror movies what scares you it's scary what scares you what scares me are two different things yeah yeah yeah. but a jump scare is supposed to elicit the jolt regardless yeah Yeah. so we have another one queued up Mm mm-hmm have okay. you have you seen this movie? Have you seen The Conjuring? Mm, no, I don't believe so. Okay, good. By the master, James Wan. See, I know this, uh, this clip's 56 seconds long. I'm going to be scared I somewhere know, yeah, within I the wish next 56 seconds. I know. I but hey, I mean. <laughs> yeah. All right, that was pretty good. That, that, is, good that is a good one. Because, so, and he, man, he does this so much. And I've come to realize, even in like, just like, I guess, lesser known James Wan movies or whatever, but what he does best, and it's like a magician's trick, or it's like, no, not a magician's trick. Um, those videos you see, like pickpockets, like pickpock masters, they, they talk about the art of the misdirect. And so that's what he does so well, especially in this wardrobe scene, is that you think you're you're so focused on the wardrobe, what's inside it, or what, and she opens it, what's going to be on the inside. You don't even think what's on top about what's on top. And so by the time it's too late, 
it's like the jarring noise and the thing, and it's already there on top looking at you. It's like, holy fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. really does work every time. It's like the art of the misdirect. Yeah, it gave me a little, my, my, my butthole clenched up <laughs> yes! a little bit. Yes. <laughs> the Titan Sphincter. You, you got a three out of 10 on the Titan Sphincter. All right. <laughs> Man, what would be a 10 out of 10? Mm. Oh, that's shit in your pants. <laughs> no, see, that 10 out of 10 is the sphincter tightens so much and then instant relaxes that you then. <laughs> the pressure of the Titan is so, is so much that when it releases, it just releases everything. Yeah. Wow, that was gross. That was, that was really gross. Again, we, I, yeah. we potty talk, man. Just potty talk. Potty talk. Is that, the, can we, is that the name of it? Can we rename the podcast that? Potty talk. Potty talk. Yeah, <laughs> so that have from, like have kids the kids show like theme song like potty talk with Matt, John, and Kyle. Yeah, all right, we're we're one for six right now, Matt. Uh, Actually, he like no, he liked the host one. So yeah, 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 yeah the host yeah. one was good. Yeah. Okay. And then it again, it it just makes me want to watch it. Like that's true. Mm-hmm. So here's the next one. This is this is a a, a higher ranking jump scare. That was fucking good, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't downplay that one. That was good. <laughs> and what, what I'm just realizing, um, especially with that one, yes, is the the soundscape, the music plays a huge part in setting, bringing you into a certain kind of heightened. It's equal part tense as it is trance. Yeah. But it's the bass is so low that you're just like, you're already in that dread mood or something. There's something about that. Yeah. Now that's from Sinister. Yeah. Um, That was the 2020 winner. Winner. Of now number two. Most, yeah. Now it's number one at being number two. It was, uh, yeah, it, it was is the first loser. What'd you think of that one? That I would, yeah. Now, again, I want to see that now. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that whole, the, I think the gimmick of that movie is so he's like, Ethan Hawke is, he moves into this house and he finds all these reels, all these reels, these old Eight film mil. reels. And it's all, yeah. So, yeah. That's, there's, so that, that's what the great part of Sinister is. Like, that's just one mm. film that he watches so many. It's, it's a pretty cool movie. Like, and pretty, each one of them is horrifying. Yeah. But that one has something extra in it. Because there's no, you see the family, he's like spying on the family in the house, but there's no, um, it just goes right from that to the lawnmower. So you don't expect, it seems like he just went to the garage and got the lawnmower. Like you don't expect there to be like anything in between, right. but there is. But there, so the, the thing in that one though, like it's rainy and it's dark out right now. Mm. Like technically there like could be fucking someone like <laughs> there. True, it's yeah. like, it's more rooted in realism. That's true. Like, okay. Nice. Okay. So we got to find something rainy now. <laughs> Do, do, See, do, do you know what the do, 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 do. You know be the awesome thing if I had to like seriously wanted to fuck with you guys would have been to get someone to like come tap on the window like to scare you guys like here yeah, yeah. Like, fuck yeah I would pee a little I would have been should have like, got like Rob be like man okay like you know walk over to like Matt's place at like <laughs> of you know all people eight thirty five and just bang on the side window he he would say that he'd be in bed by then <laughs> that was also a three out of ten on the sphincter tightening okay nice. good. Right, sweet. Do you know the Stephen King remake to It? Remember that was a big hit? Like, yes. Okay. So the director, Andy, Andy Muschietti, Muschietti. Anyways, this was his, this was like his movie, the movie that made him get the job to direct It and make like shit ton of money. Uh, it was called Mama and involves two kids that grow up in the woods being raised technically by a ghost. Hmm. She's Mama. Yeah, I think I remember you telling me about this movie or talking about it. From what you you've been talking about, like you would actually just enjoy this for not so much the jump scares, but for how this movie is actually like terrifying in just how they portray Mama and how she works, and it's it's really it's an awesome ghost story. Yeah, that's Mama. 
That's, and she's and she's scary. That's good. <laughs> Mama that's is good. scary. But also the there's a Blair Witch moment in Mama that's terrifying. You guys talked about like the most terrifying moments you've ever had or whatever watching a movie. And see, I don't even want to ruin it for John. We should watch Mama. But there's a scene in Mama that when I saw it in the theater, like my breath, st- I, I was just like, <gasps> like I was so dread filled with terror <laughs> at this one scene in Mama. Yeah, like, I don't want to spoil it. No, 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 one. don't, don't. Yeah, it's I, although according to my statute of limitations, you could. Spoil that's it true. For me. <laughs> statute. Uh, anyways, and you know, you know how like if if you're in a dark room, you have a strobe light, and you like shake, you wave your hand, and it looks like your it's hand is just yeah. in different places at all time. That sets the mood. Of There's that. a little mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to do um, when I was in like doing like school, like uh, school for photography and that stuff. We used to do like we'd be in the studio room with all like the blackout on the windows, everything like that, and we'd have the camera set up, and we had these super powerful strobe lights that you could remote trigger, mm. and that. So we used to just open the camera wide, mm-hmm. um, so that the you know, and then because it was completely black, so it wouldn't actually expose the film, right? This is film. That's how long ago this was. <laughs> and then, yeah, man, you just walk around the room and just sometimes you could like get right up in someone's face and just be like, and like they'd just be like, like awesome. there and then gone. And but then that image also is burned onto your retina too, yeah, because that for sure. such that light. But yeah, you used to take a lot of like cool pictures like that. But yeah, it was like that that freaky it's true. weird kind and, of shit. And it actually, what you said about burn in the retina, it does in that scene in Mama in the theater, especially in a theater, right? Yeah. You have a huge screen. Uh, and it's literally like strobe effect. So even when it's dark, you still kind of see what you saw because yeah. it's so just bright on your eyes. You know, yeah. it's really, really. Yeah, cool. the flash of it just lingers. Yeah. yeah. It's a lingering whitehead. It's a lingering whitehead. <laughs> oh my God. My heart rate's still a cool 68. Actually, went down to 59. You're actually oh lowering. Oh my God. I think we should retitle this episode Let's Disappoint Ourselves by Not Scaring John. So, I've picked the next jump scare from Hereditary. (laughs) That was pretty fucking good. So, I I wanted the long build-up, but what is so scary about that is how surreal yeah and that experience is yeah that's and, a good one yeah and there's like i don't want to say mr x but like you know just that first one that pulls out and like you can see her up in the corner like oh shit like you know you kind of almost expect her to run yeah, at you from there definitely. right like but no it's you're right it's that that build up there was to that. two yeah <laughs> there was two <laughs> odd moments where you're like shit something is going to happen Two, three, really. Who the naked guy standing there smiling at him? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's not normal for you. <laughs> that's not odd. I don't know. I go around the corner and there's just some naked dude smiling and standing. Now that's a jump scare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. But yeah, Hereditary, great movie. Ari Aster yeah. goes on to direct another fantastic modern <laughs> age horror film, Midsummer. No, no jump scares in that one, but a great, no, great, just some horrific memory burns to walk away from with <laughs> what do you have for the next uh one? i got i mean they're just they're so quick that's the thing like that one did work i think because of the like the clips online we're, we're limited by what we can find online sure. i guess um but i do like this one a lot okay this is definitely a lesser scene and this one actually holds a lot of nostalgia for me i was working at a like a sign company but there was a guy that i worked with and he me and him were both like we're super into movies and like remember at the dawn of like the internet when you can download without vpns and no one you just like we download and burn movies and we trade off movies or whatever um so this movie's called the eye uh and i think it was by some i think they're called the pang brothers i forget what what their actual names are anyways the setup is um there's a woman a blind woman gets an eye transplant and she just starts in adjusting to her new vision she starts seeing things she's not sure what's real and what's not now i think the problem with this clip is uh, it is from Japan, uh, and this clip I don't think is subtitled. So, the, but the only line that you need to know in this clip is, "Why are you sitting in my seat?" Hmm. 
I got a little tingle down my <laughs> so, leg. Yeah. yeah, so she, so, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess. You know, I mean, this is like a probably almost a 20-year-old movie at this point. But, uh, yeah, her eyes were taken from the, like a psychic's, psychic's eyes or something. Mm-hmm. So she's blind. She's been blind her whole life. And she starts, starts finally seeing. So that's part of the fun of it. She's like, she doesn't know what she's seeing is real. Uh, but I like the idea that she goes to an art class, right? Because she's... Just can see she for can the see first time, yeah. and she wants to see. She wants to paint, yeah. Um, but just I don't know. I love As that. Do. I love that line. Why? Are, so who knows why this ghost is haunting this art class? Why are you sitting in my seat? That's such a great line for a, a vengeful spirit. Like, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Know. I do have to pee, so maybe a little bit of pee will come out. That'll keep you on edge. Oh. Then, <laughs> all right. Hit me up. This is the last one that I think will will nominate yeah. in our. In our list for tonight, I mean, we like you and I said, we could go all night. I know. So it's The Exorcist 3. Okay. By William Peter Blatty. And uh, there has been some murders that like coincide with murders that have taken place 20 years ago. George C. Scott is a detective like investigating. Uh, and a lot of things have been focused um, in this hospital. Okay. I mean, I just don't like hospitals in general. Like, So we're halfway there. Yeah. Whoa, halfway. <laughs> Whoa, looking for a jump scare. Dun, uh-huh. dun, dun. And that's actually considered, like, on a lot of these lists, to be one, like one of the greatest jump scares of yeah, all time. Because it's like she closes the door. Yeah, it's like it's closed. It's locked. It's true. She even locked like, it. She yeah. locks it. So you're like, oh, nothing's gonna come out of there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just that like slow, like nothing's happening. Just, you can even hear the drone of the lights almost. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like that. Just like the emptiness of like the middle of the night in a. You know what I mean? And it just lulls you into that yeah. kind of sense. And there's the the the, the slight false. jumps, the false yeah. ju- exactly yeah, the, the false, false jump, jump scare, scare of just the annoyed guy that's in the hospital is like, what the fuck are you doing in my room? Like, get out of here! It's like I'm trying to sleep, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the lack of camera movement, the long hallway, creating that sense of like you don't know where the jump's going to come from, knowing that we're waiting for something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also the. Oh, I don't want to call him misdirect, but like the distraction of the the guards in the background, yeah, creating almost like a buffer of safety. Mm-hmm. But when he has, they, he, as soon as when, he leaves, as yeah. soon as they leave, it's <laughs> like he leaves frame, and you, you're still thinking like, okay, nothing's going to happen, and that's when it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. excellent, excellent. But yeah, that's 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 a great one. Now, Kyle, you brought up an honorable mention to me in your list. Well, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's not, it's not super scary, but for, as a kid, it worked for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, as an, let's, so now that was like absolute terror, just yeah. what we just experienced. No, let's just, let's just come down. And this come is down. a little bit of fun. This is an honorable mention for me, uh, a kid just watching, this is one of my favorite movies of all time as a kid, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, I know this one. And there's a story. Or like on Pee, on Pee Wee's Adventure, yeah. he, uh, he's hitchhiking. And he meets, and he gets picked up by a transport one, truck yeah, in the middle of the night. I've seen this one. When they found the older driver's body from the twisted burning wreck, it looked like this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. That was the worst accident I ever seen. I get off right up here. <laughs> <laughs> what a great cackle. <laughs> but the jump scare is the weird animation yeah. wax or whatever that claymation thing yeah. is. Because like as a kid, like the buildup is already so great because all those, like, it's like a campfire tale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the worst accident. I'm going to tell you about the worst accident it's I've ever the seen. Fog. And it's like, yeah, so it looked like this. And it really, you don't expect it to look that crazy. As a kid, I was just like, oh my God, you know? Yeah. yeah. And considering we're not 
And this is Tim Burton's first outing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we have no idea what he's capable of. <laughs> yeah. It's, so that's a, it's a kid's, that's a good ju- a kid's a, jump a kid scare. kid-friendly jump scare. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen There Are Monsters? It's not a jump scare, but... No, it, uh, there is a jump scare. Is there? Oh, yes. It's a weird movie. It's local. It's local. Done by, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Jay... Jay Doll. Jay Doll. yeah. If you can find There Are Monsters, there's, there's, there's a jump scare in there, for sure. I was uh, I went to the film festival once with, with my friend Sean Beckwith, and uh, it's like my only connection to Jay Doll is that because he knew Sean, he came up to he came up to us and he like got us to the front of the line. That was that was a cool moment. We all know that these East Coast winter, <laughs> you know, cold as shit. Oh yeah, that's cold as shit right there. <laughs> that's definitely like Coal Harbor or something like that. I know. <laughs> what a fucking bitch. Fucking dickhead. It's like siege all over again. <laughs> I know, just like yeah. acting so bad. <laughs> you didn't use margarine, did you? Didn't use margarine, did you? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> what the hell, John? You got you got us with one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I no, no. The, the rest, of the, actually, is the rest. What's the rest of the movie? The rest there? of the movie is negative. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's good, but it's yeah, it's not as good as that jump scare. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Wasn't ready for it. It was like an octopus monster. Yeah. That her mouth all over the window. Just, but the, and then just that, boom, like that yeah. sound of like just, just touching a, a window or a door. Because like. it's like the, the idea, the, the visual and the idea of like this weird kid like facing away from the camera, that's just always unnerving. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you don't know what. Mm. They're looking at, or mm. what their face is, or what what's happening, and so to immediately like like millisecond, she's like at the window at you. That I mean, it can't not work, you know. But see, again, you guys like you didn't know when the jump scare was going to happen. It was, it, I think, it comes down to setup and context. Yeah. Like you know, like in the in the clips you guys were were showing me, I knew that something was going to happen. Like with that, I I yeah. It was, just, I remember that one being like, okay, <laughs> that was wow. Fun. Yeah, I, got, I still feel it in my feet. That was a good one. <laughs> feel it in my cockles. <laughs> in my subcockles. Subcockles. Thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the disappointment <laughs> no. from Kyle and Matt. <laughs> but also, hope it inspires you to, you know, it's the Halloween season. Watch horror movies. Yeah. Uh, definitely a lot of good recommendations. The movies that the jump scare scenes are in doesn't spoil anything about the movies themselves. They're all great. Like, any movie we've mentioned are all great. You know, yeah. just yeah. watch. I'm excited to watch some of these that, that you guys have showed me. Like, even though I know that there's that there's jump scares in them, I want to I wanna, I wanna see everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Host, I yeah. definitely recommend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Matt for Stall Junk Podcast saying, I saw her face. <laughs> and I'm Kyle from the Stall Junk Podcast saying, Be sure and tell them Large Marge sent you. <laughs> this is John for the Nostal Junk Podcast saying, You can't fucking scare me, you sons of bitches. <laughs>